Hey, Barrett Coldeye, how can I help? This is Dr. John Mango. Can I look at your brain? We've got a relationship problem on line one. I'm on it. Crikey, we've got a ghost problem and people are scared. Consider it done. Just got a call. The kid's in danger. Let's team up. Interviews, quizzes and chat. Brain news, lifestyle and facts. Be found here. And much more. On Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda. This week, we're heading back over to Stateside so we can hear from Marty Bofkin about Jim Broadbent. Then, it's another A to Z of brains, this time long-term memory. Let's hope you remember what I tell you about it. And finally, we've got Bill the Boiler Man ringing in, who's got a rabid dog on his tail. Here we are, it's episode 76 of Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda. My name is Barrett Coldiron, and over there is John Mango. How are you, John? I'm over here. Look over here, everyone. I'm just kidding, you can't see me. It's it's an audio podcast. Hello. I think we all got the, uh, the gist of that there, John. Instead of trying to be funny, why don't you just answer the question and tell me how you are? I couldn't just do that. I'm okay. I'm not too bad. So I don't wasn't have a, hard, was it? I don't have a 76 fact. Do you have a 76 fact? Um, not really. 76, right. um, it's the number before 77. And you think that'll pass as a fact? Well, it's true. We can throw in it's after 75 as well. Right, well, there's two facts for you then. What have you been up to, John? I've been making fruit cocktails for the local women's institute. Right, okay. Why is that then? Well, in especially in winter, it's important to get all your vitamins. And I find right. that a fruit cocktail is a good way to do that. Is there a reason why you're doing it for the Women's Institute? Are you um, uh, lonely? You're looking for some female companion? I wouldn't take advantage of the Women's Institute like that. Um, plus, most of the patrons are um, you know, a good few decades older than me. Um, no, they were just looking for volunteers and... It's across the road from where I live, and I thought, you know what, let's give back. Right, so you're helping I've, out some some old biddies. Yeah, I've uh, you know I've been park I've been using their parking spot for god knows how many years. So I thought I should do something for them. Right. Okay. Well, that's very nice of you, um, even if it's a bit odd. But then, when has anything you've done ever not been odd? I've heard that my whole life. What about you, yeah. Barrett? What have you been up to? Um, well, I've been getting into costumes. I've been cosplaying. So you've literally been getting into costumes? Yeah, 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 I have. Um, I dressed up as... What like? So I started I started small. Um, I started with dressing up as Indiana Jones. Right. Small how? Well, it's, it's quite easy to do. You just wear a white right, shirt, yeah, yeah. a hat, and a, some beige trousers. It's quite easy. Yeah, got a whip. Yeah, so then I went. I took it a little bit further, and I went as Luke Skywalker after that. Again, just a normal white shirt and some beige trousers. Did right. the trick. When you say went, went where? Just out. Um, after that, I decided to do some something a little bit different. Right. Um, have you seen the James Bond films? 
Yes, I've seen a you know, couple of them. Do you know the character Jaws? Yes, I do. I'm not sure you're the same stature as Jaws, but what did you well, do? Well, I, I went as Jaws anyway. I painted my teeth silver, like him. Yeah. And then I sort of brought some French fries along. So when I was passing people, I'd just sort of um, eat a French fry and it looked like I had really, really powerful teeth. And that, did that not scare people? Um, it... it yeah, it did, but maybe not in the in the way I wanted to scare them. They were a bit just freaked out instead of just being. Yeah, like, I think I would be. Oh. They were like, Ugh. "What about what about the rest of the outfit? Was it just beige trousers and a shirt?" Yeah, got that as well. Yeah. Um, so finally, I went as a rugby varsity member um, because right. they go as they they always wear white shirts and beige trousers. So um, I went as one of them as well. Um, I actually got into a. a uh, sort of infiltrated a rugby varsity, but then right. they realised I couldn't play because of my arm. I I, well, I did tell them that sort of you know it was an injury. Yeah. But then they they sort of started looking at it and were going, "That's that's a that's a bit um, different from an injury." So you got thrown out, I presume. I wouldn't say thrown out. I'd say cautiously moved along. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyway, but you know. I didn't want to be part of them anyway. They were just offering me free drinks. Yeah, you were just dressing up in a costume anyway. Yeah, so more fooled them, really. I fooled them. So that's us then this week. Been uh, You've been a member of the cosplay community and I've been trying to give something to my community. Yeah, although uh, I think we both failed at our jobs, really. Well, I'll leave that up to the listeners to decide. Have you got any follow-ups? I do have a follow-up, yeah. What? Do you want to hear the follow-up? Do you? Go on. Do you remember when you uh, were a bit of a matchmaker last week? Mm, yeah, I do. Well, it wasn't matchmaking. It was more sort of... I was trying to... Wasn't I trying to get somebody's pants down or something? Yeah, you you weren't trying to matchmake, but you did. So oh, right. Carson and Paul have had their little trip to Milan. Oh, right. And they're engaged. What, in a week? Yeah, well, sometimes you just know, don't you? That's what Carson said in his email. Right, okay. Well, I hope in about two or three weeks' time we're not getting a call from Carson again who's wanting to get out of a divorce. Yeah, because we won't be helping him. No. You know, we've made, you've made your bed with the someone bed in it. now shares with Paul, yeah. Yeah. So, seems like a pretty happy customer. Um, yeah, okay, well, at least that's something. Um, shall we... Get on with the show. Let's get on. No comment. Oh, stand back, please. No Give us some room. No comment. Come on, out of the no way. No comment. Thank you. No Give comment. us some room. No comment. Why? It's only a celebrity problem. Right, okay, so it's celebrity problem. We've got a call from Marty Bofkin. He's coming hot off the press with this little message he's left me on the phone i know i don't know why i never answer him um i know it's him because he's on my phone he's his name comes up on my phone but i never bothered to yeah. actually answer the call um he always has to leave a message i just Odd. don't feel like talking to him well that's fair enough that's up to you isn't it anyway i'll get this message up hey guys it's marty Bafkin here i've been dumpster diving as usual you can't hold a good man down am i right well you're not going to believe this, what I've dug up in this dumpster. Does the name Jim Broadbent mean anything to you? He's only one of the UK's finest actors. Anyway, young Jim, 
He's got addicted to a brand new drug, making its way around Hollywood Hills. It's called Beats. And apparently, it gives people the urge to drive public vehicles to a speed of 70 miles an hour. Guys, get Jim Broadbent broad straight before it's too late. Right, there's Marty there. Um, yeah. He's never, he's never really going to get out of the dumpster diving craze, is he? He's, he's always, he loves it. He bloody yeah. loves it. Maybe that's why I don't want to talk to him because I know I feel like I'll smell him from this from my receiver probably. Anyway, Jim Broadbent, have you seen anything with him in it? I love Jim Broadbent. Oh right, okay. Well, shall but I let not you see, lead it? But I've not seen him in anything. Oh right. I just love him as a person more than anything. Right, okay. Have you seen him on chat shows and stuff? No, I, I bumped into him once. Oh. It was in uh, Primark in Bradford. Right. Um, it was like when they just brought the summer stuff out and he was buying a load of flip-flops. Okay, so you met him there. Yeah, I didn't know who he was well, at the time. Do you reckon he had his addiction at this point? Could you tell? He was quite shifty. Right. Was he looking like he wanted to go on a bus or something? Yeah, maybe that's what the flip-flops were for. Maybe he was planning something abroad on a bus. Oh, right, okay. So he wanted to do a sort of... All right, interesting. Yeah, maybe some kind of tour. Anyway, it was it was thoroughly nice. And afterwards, somebody said, "Do you know who that was? That was Jim Broadbent." And you went, "Who?" Who? Yeah. And then they showed me his IMDb page, and I went, "All oh, right, okay, cool." And I haven't okay. forgotten the name since. Evidently, so basically, you're so you've had a you've had contact with Jim Broadbent. So you are in a good position, better than me anyway, to recommend what we do about Jim Broadbent. Well, I like to think so. Shall I uh should we should we help him? Well yeah, I mean we've been asked to. Let's go. Oh, I forgot All we right. don't have like a we don't have like a second um jingle do we for that? No, no, just come on, just help him out. Right. Jim um I think he lives in lives in like a nice little cottage somewhere. Alright, okay. How'd you know that? Um out away from the city. Um, I can't remember how I know that. Maybe it's just a feeling. Right, okay. I think Jim Broadbent is the kind of person you would expect to be into gardening. Okay, sweet. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I so, kind of. I don't so really... So I think we push him towards something more like that. Well, is there a drug that, you know, makes you garden more? Yes, ketamine. Ketamine? Yeah. Not heard that one before. Um, well, you've not heard of ketamine? No, no, enlighten me. So, white substance. Right. Walk up your nose. Uh-huh. And get gardening, basically. Oh, is right. So you, it's like a scent. It's like a flowery scent. Like, you smell that and you want to garden. Yeah. But ketamine, ketamine must be like some sort of cool plant or something, right? Right. Um, We can say it's that. Yeah, sure. Right, okay. So you're telling Jim Broadbent to swap out beet for ketamine. I think so. Right, okay. Um, Let's, um... Oh, go on. No, you go on. Me? Yes, you. Right. I'm thinking about his garden now. Right. One, has he got a garden? Google, has has Jim Broadbent got a garden? Jim Broadbent has a garden. Okay, good. That's what his Wikipedia page says, but that's all it says. Right, okay, well, that's good. That obviously means he hasn't done much with it. I think get a nice big cherry tree in there. That'll be nice. 
Okay. What would be your dream garden, Barrett, if you were living in a little cottage? So, probably have a shed in there. Yeah. Um, I'd probably be, if, if I could, I'd try and put some sort of computer back there in the garden. In the garden? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, I can go out then, because I don't like touching computers, you see. So what I can do is, if it's outside, outside of, and it's not in my, my house, I can go out there and wear, like, my, my hazmat suit. Right, I see. And then, and then sort of go on the computer then. Yeah, it's because then safe, the government won't be able to track me. Out in the open. A computer and a shed I'd put out there. Yeah. Um I'd also have some lilies, but not real ones. I'd have the fake ones so I don't have to water them. Right. Okay, fair enough. Less maintenance. Does he need any equipment to start? He will need equipment, yes. Um trowel. Yeah, Jim. Don't just rake, use your hands. Shovel. Uh, what else are we talking about? Um, ho, ho, um, hose. Oh yeah. As in, um, as in a water hose, not multiple ho hose, hose. Yeah. Hose. Um, a hot tub. Hot tub. Lawn mower. Yeah. Um, his garden's probably big enough for a ride on lawn mower, knowing how prolific Jim Broadbent is as an actor. That's right. Although actually, ride on lawnmower, that's that's close to like a vehicle, isn't it? We're just going to encourage him again. Pretty much. Right, scrap that. Other than gardening, mm -hmm. I think he should maybe have some kind of curfew. Like, but that's, okay. Because I'm just thinking like prime drug buying hours. Mm. He's going to be tempted, isn't he? What, to get the drugs or to go gardening? To get the drugs. Yeah, but the, I mean, the bad drug, the bad drug that he's on now, not the good drug. Oh, right. Well, he's going to have to go and get the bad drug at the same time as the. He's going to have to go. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's going to have to go to get the new drug at the same yeah, time as yeah. he gets the bad drug. So he's going to yeah. have to face a drug dealer and say, "Look, I don't want beast. I want cat." Yeah. yeah. So he's going to have to do some, you know willpower here he's gonna to have to say no what if there's some kind of um drug dealer that offers an exchange program oh like one that yeah okay so what so you can trade you off one and then yeah, get you on yeah, another yeah. you can trade in the beat take ketamine instead that's not a bad trade off that i i don't really know i think there should be a trading system if that's the case if that doesn't exist if there's any drug dealers listening yeah if you can get in touch with those we'll put you in touch with jim broadband mm-hmm you can get this on the go, this system. Yeah, because I think Jim would very much appreciate it. Who knows, he might give you a role in a film. Small, you know, British yeah, independent know film. Might be, might anyway, be nice so our solution to for Jim yeah. is to get off beat, go on cast, yeah, yeah. and, and start gardening. Yes, absolutely. I think that's a problem solved. We'll probably hear from Jim or... a you know, any in any in any sort of capacity, yeah, yeah, probably yeah. through the news. Uh, see how he's doing next time. Yeah, hope you're well, Jim. Um, not seen you since that time in Primark, but best wishes. All right. Bye. Bye.
limited time only in the barbecue meat slab at the Burgerist. Meatiest fast food place in town. One kilogram of barbecued meat with cheese, onions, peppers, pineapple, mushrooms, tomato, lettuce, and a soft bun coated in rum and set ablaze. This thing's too hot to handle, and it's going fast. Available this Thursday only at the Burgerist Manchester. A, B, C, D, E, F, A to Z of brains. Another A to Z. Mm-hmm. But first, what do you think about that burger? You think you'll be getting it, Barrett? No. Yeah, me neither. Right. We just we just get these adverts on for money, don't we? We don't actually want to... Yeah, they know we're not bothered about it. Yeah. So, uh, let's just... As long as we don't say anything bad about the burger place, we're okay. Yeah. Let's just be neutral. It exists. You can go there yeah. if you want. Right. Yeah. Okay. It is said, yeah, we're on L. L, okay. So I'm talking long-term memory. Right, okay. Is S, to... Before we go on, is S going to be short-term memory? I can't promise it won't be. And also M comes after L, but I'm not going to do memory after this. That would be pushing it. Right, okay. Well, we'll see if you can find anything else other than memory. Let's just set the scene first, Barrett. Okay. What is Barrett Coldiron's earliest memory? Well, when I was a child, really small, like really small, like yeah. I'm talking pint size here. Yeah. Um, I once pulled down an entire set of curtains in a department store. Oh no! And instead of owning up to my mistake, which I would do now, I said that my dad did it. And he wasn't even there. Did he get in trouble? Yeah, my dad did. Even though he wasn't there, he got in trouble. Yeah, he was in Scunthorpe at the time. He must have been he must have been a good liar as a child. Well all I did was just sort of point when yeah, I when yeah, I yeah. I just pointed like he's gone out. Yeah. And yeah. then the only word I could say was dad. Right. Clever to use that. S- so um they just thought it was my dad who did it. And next time we went into the department store, I remember my dad pleading his innocence, and then all I kept on saying was dad. What an interesting first memory. Yeah, well, it's kind of like, it, it kind of taught me who I am, you know? Yeah. So uh, I kind of hold on to it so I can always remind myself of my purest form. I think my earliest memory was... Uh, my mother trying to make me do a Rubik's Cube when I was far too young. Right, okay. Did you do it? Um, I didn't do it, no. Yeah. What I did was I thought I'll take the stickers off and rearrange them. You know that classic cheat right. to make it look like you've done it? Yeah. Only I got distracted while I was doing it and ended up just covering the family dog in little stickers from the Rubik's Cube. Okay. And then... Dog was fed up, ran out into the street, and got hit by the milk truck. Right, okay, so he was a... so Gone. Right, so by trying to solve a problem, you created another. Yeah, and I think that's where my interest in problems came from. Mm-hmm. And my aversion I've... to brain teasers. Well, that's what I was going to say, is do you reckon the experience of seeing your dead dog splattered on the pavement... 
got you into brains because you saw his brain, I assume. Quite morbid and gory, but that might be the case. Right, but okay. Anyway, the reason I brought this up is I have an important uh, point to make about memory. Emotional memories are easily remembered. And both of our memories are very, you know, very emotional memories, aren't they? Well, mine wasn't. Mine was just... Mine was me feeling a little bit happy and a little bit guilty. Well, they're emotions. Are they? Barrett, we've been over the basic human emotions. We can do it again after the podcast if you need to. I, yeah, I'm just confused by them. I don't really know how they work. That's, that's not... That's for another time, I think. Right, okay. Other than emotions... One thing that brings up memories very easily is smell. A lot of right. people know this. It's quite quite well known that smell is the best um, the best sense for evoking memories. Hmm. Is it true that you can also uh, you're also able to sort of tell if someone's been there by the smell of their, you know, bum smells? What are you on about, Poet? Well, I've been told by quite reliable is this, sources. Is this to do with memory? This yeah, just it's to do with smell. No, no, it's it is. It's 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 going into your point. Is that I mean, if somebody mutters a sentence out of their ass, you yeah. know, I mean, you know, Breaks like wind. Yeah, farts. Yeah, they, it gives off a very pungent smell, doesn't it? Yeah, but but everyone else has a everyone has a certain smell, right? It's how, it's how dogs are able to track people is by their farts. I think we're getting off topic to memory no, but, now. But, Unless there's a particular fart that you remember well. No, but that's what I mean, though. If there's been someone around that you're aware of or you know and you smell their fart, you go, oh, I know that John's been here. Yeah, I guess you would know. Because um, people go, oh, you know when, when somebody farts in a room and people go, oh, Bill, was that Kevin. you? yeah. And because everyone knows it's Bill, because yeah. that's Bill's smell. Right. I think I'm going to go back to the facts I've got written down, Barrett. Yeah, I know, but the, I'm just saying that the smell comes from the memory of the person. Yeah. The person's fart. I'm glad you're contributing in the A to Z. Yeah, well, you know, you can ask me any time. I had more stuff written down about smell, but I don't want to say it anymore. Right, okay. So I'm going to ask another question. Right. How do you make room for new memories? You forget things. Correct. But how do you forget things on purpose? Um, Without just, blood force trauma to your own head. Well, there's that, but there's also... This is something I've, I thought was pretty cool, right? What you can do is when you want to forget something, you just don't think about it. Right. And you think about something else. But you'd still be able to remember it if you needed to later on, right? No. Is that what that's not, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. So say, right, John Mango's got a beard. Okay. Yeah. That's a that's a memory I've got, because I've seen you wearing a beard. Yeah. Right. I'm gonna forget that you've got a beard now. Yeah. And just 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 watch this, right? I'm gonna think about um I'm gonna think about those the the crappy burger place we've got the advert for this time right. round, okay. But like that's it's not crappy, it's just a neutral burger place. Right, yeah, that place. So yeah. I'm thinking so about think that about place that, right and now. Then I'll, and then I'll ask, you, I'll ask you about something and we'll see if the memory thing works, right? Yeah, okay. So I'm thinking about the burger place right now. Right. Barrett, um, I've got yeah. a question for you. What? Do I have a beard? Yeah. So it hasn't worked then? 
You were young giving me enough time, did you? you? You asked me as soon as I'd started. One more thing about memory. Yeah, memory. Do you have any trouble there? Yeah, one more thing about memories before we go. Right. Good sleep helps you keep your memories fresh and nice in your head. Right, okay. So don't sleep. No, do sleep. Do sleep well. And we've known that since 1885 when they knew naff all about the brain, really, in the grand scheme of things. Well, you came up with that then? Some bloke. I didn't write it down. Right, well, that's probably not true then if you didn't write it down. I read it on the internet, so... Right, okay. Well, I think that's all you need to know about that fact, listeners. So, there we go. Long-term memory. It's a good thing that you've got smell, but not farts. I forgot, we, I forgot we were talking about long-term memory. That's because your short-term memory is not very good. Ah, I got you. I did remember. I was just making a little joke. Oh, I see. Let's that. move on. What would you do if you were on the run? What would you do if you hurt your bum? What would you do if you upset your mom? What would you do if you found a gun? Sometimes you've just got to be there, man. It's roleplay problems. Right, roleplay now. Yep. We've got a very interesting guy on the line. He's called Bill. He's a boiler man. And he's got a big dog that won't leave him alone. Is he the one that farted earlier? No, no, we haven't had a Bill in here before. No, you said something about, oh, you're a little bit, oh, someone's farted, oh, Bill, you know it's Bill. Is that who you're talking about? Oh, it might have done. I'll have to ask I'll have to ask him, like, after the call. Right, should we get him on the phone? Yeah, let's do it. Bill or William, what do you prefer? I would like Bill, please. Right, Bill. Bill the boiler man. Um, what's what's the problem? The big dog, scary dog. Yes, with a very big dog. Uh, I've um, locked myself in the uh, boiler room, so uh, the dog doesn't come and get me. Right, problem sorted. Then fix the boiler while you're in there. Uh, I've get already out. fixed the boiler. I, di- I need to get out now. Right, I see your problem. Do you have any sausages on you? Uh, no, I've only got meat and two veg, but I'm not feeding him that. Well, that's a backup, if we need it. That's not a backup. I, I refuse to feed my my little sausage to a big dog. Little, right. Um, right, so what's the... Is the dog right outside now? He's right outside. He's got my... He's got my, uh... He's got my scent. Right. We were talking about smell before, but I won't get into it now, and we're lucky that Barrett's not on the call, I'll tell you that much. Well, I heard so much about a, uh, if you fart, the dogs will remember you. Wait. I've had an idea. Oh, okay. Have you farted on this dog yet? No, I, I, I am broken wind, if that's what you mean. I think we could try that as our first attempt You want to, to uh... fart on a dog? As a distraction. I don't want to, but if we have to, we have to. Well, I don't want to. Let's give it a try, because I'll be honest, mate, I don't have any other ideas yet. I'm sort of... I'm thinking on my feet here. Right, so you want me to open the door, and you want me... You want that rabbit dog to come and bite me on the bottom, do you? What we could do is you could fart before you open the door, 
and just open the door a crack and like waft it out a bit to see see what the reaction is. Right, okay, I'll uh, I'll cook something up for you now. Um, helps helps that I had a big old bacon bat before I came up today, and I still haven't uh, I still haven't let it out of my body yet. So hopefully right. we've got some uh, lovely Here smells coming. Make sure it's downstairs. You, well, I, 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 you always get out of the boiler room. No, no what? No, it's not downstairs. No, I'm, your body. Oh, right, no, yeah, I get you know. I'm not going to burp, don't worry. Right, here we go. Try and squeeze it out and try and yep. open the door a crack and waft it out. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, bit of a problem here, John. What's the problem, Bill? There was no opening in the door. I, it's, it's just whifting around in this room now with me. Right, can you open the door now? I can open the door now, but uh, uh, I'm, I'm worried that the dog's going to come and bite me. Just open the door a little crack and blow, blow the, the the gas out. Okay. Oh, oh, I sucked it in instead accidentally there, John. Uh, just hold on a sec. Right, I've blown the fart over there. <laughs> right, what's the dog doing? The uh, dog is still yapping. Ah, oh, right, that's not right then. Well, dog is now, uh, it's following the fart. It's following the fart. Okay, okay. Oh, it's, uh... No, it's stopped following the fart now. It's come back to the boiler door. Right, what, what else have you got on you in the boiler room? What tools well, have you got? I've got my utility belt. Yeah, what's in I've that? Got, I've got a big hammer I can smash it with. Right, could that work? Let's, let's shelve that idea for now. What else have you got? I've got a Swiss Army knife. Right, again, that's gonna. We're not harming the dog if we can help it. Uh, I've got a plunger. Plunger? Now are you talking? Yep, I've got a plunger. Um, I've also got um, some of the nicks and nags. I call them nicks and nags. Uh, so um, let me have a look in here. I've got my screwdriver. Screwdriver, okay, that might be yeah. useful. You might have to take a window off or a door off its hinges oh, to get out. Here's something. I've got a little vacuum cleaner. A vacuum cleaner, that might be good as well. Sometimes dogs are scared of vacuum cleaners. Yeah. Right, here we go, let's try this. Right, I've got an idea, I've got a really good idea. Right, okay then. You're going to start the vacuum. Yep. And if the dog's afraid of it, it'll run away from the door momentarily. I must warn you, John, it's a very, very weak vacuum. Right, well, we're not sucking the dog or anything, so it doesn't have to be powerful. So you're going to turn it on. Hopefully the dog's scared and will run away and you can leave the vacuum okay. on in the cupboard then I want you to get the plunger at the ready right I'll turn the vacuum cleaner on now right how's the dog reacting it's not reacting at all right get the plunger I've got an idea okay this has got to take some coordination and you might only get one shot at this let me just uh, pull me dungarees up uh, yep okay I'm ready right what you're going to do is you're going to open the door and you're yep. only going to have a split second after that door's open. Oh, I've only got a second, okay. You're going to whack this plunger down on the dog's head and stick it to the top of its head. Right, I'm going to smack the, uh, smack the plunger on the top of the dog's yep. head. And when it's attached, you yep. can use the plunger handle to steer the dog. Okay, I'll, I'll, steer, the, I'll steer the dog in the head. Okay, right, here we go. 
right, Thunder's dead now, John. Right, it's, so uh, it's been very, it's, it's it's very erratic. It's gone everywhere, John. Yep, yep, I can imagine. But you've got a firm grasp on that that pole sticking off its head now. I've got a good firm grasp on it now. Right, what I'm thinking is, oh, it's tugging. Right, it's tugging. If, we can, if we can steer it to the fridge, get oh. its head in the fridge, it'll just it'll just eat meat. It'll just right. start eating everything in there while you can escape. Come on, you, let's get out, of, let's get in the fridge. Come on, come on. No, 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 not through there. That's the boys' room. No, no, don't go that way. No. Uh, no, that's outside. Oh, no. Oh, I've let go of it, John. It's gone outside. Let's just hope there's not a milk truck out there. I don't know what you mean there, John. But it's gone outside and uh, it's not coming back in. Right. So, in a way, we might have solved the problem if we can get out of the house and there's not too much mess and... It looks what quite funny, think? actually, John. It looks quite funny. There's a, a little dog with a big plunger on its head running around all the garden. What do you mean, a little dog? What sort of dog is it? It's a little chihuahua. You were scared of a little chihuahua. It's got a very big bite, John. I mean, yeah, they looks do. Looks could they be can, deceiving. They can still hurt, but you couldn't control a chihuahua with a plunger on its head. No. It well, had very least, big legs. Well, at least you're honest. I'd let you do my boiler. Um... Bill, I think you need to get better clients. Oh, what's going oh. on? What's happening? Oh, oh no! One of the big dogs has come over. Oh no, that dog's even worse. Oh, one of the big dogs. One of the big dogs come over, and it's it's taken it's oh, it's taking a plunger in its mouth with the chihuahua still attached to it. Oh, oh my! Oh. He's just swinging it about. Oh. The, the dog's just throw the chihuahua and he's gone smashed through the window. Right, Bill. Get your things, we're getting you out of there. Let's just yep. pretend this happened when you left. Oh, I reckon oh, we can... Chihuahua, right. oh, it, it looks all small and hurt now. John, should we call the vet, man? Call the vet anonymously and pack your things up and get out of there. Yeah. Here's okay. what to tell the vet. Okay, I'll, well, I'll, I'll ring the vet up first and you tell me what yep, to say. Yep, yep, yep. Right, let me ring up the vet now. Hi up there, it's, uh, it's Bill. Yep, I've got a little a little dog here who's uh, he's, he's flown through a window. He's hurt very bad. So you don't know how it happened. I don't know what happened. You were fixing a boiler, and so now you see what, got I, to leave. what was happening was I was I was fixing a boiler in in the, in the loft, and then I just did a big crack, and there was a little dog in on on the kitchen floor, and it, yep. it had its back Good. legs all bent over, and it looked right. like Don't... some sort of monster from a film. Right. Good. Yes. Keep it keep it sort of vague as to what was happening. What are they saying? Are they going to come and fix that? They're saying that they'll be out in two hours. Right, that's fine. It, dog's not going anywhere. Its legs are on backwards. Right. Okay. So, uh, right. How much? Oh well, um, I'm not paying that, but somebody else will. Okay. Goodbye. How much was it, Bill? Bloody, bloody ten grand for that. Right. Well, that's the owner's fault, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I'm not having a dog. I've got two kids. That's enough for me. I bet they don't try and bite you while you're fixing a boiler. Well, uh, they used to. They're a bit feral. Right, anyway, I can't help you out with them right now. 
No, well, uh... So, what should I do then, John? Should I just leave? I think leave. Make sure you've got all your belongings and the vet will be there. Um, I'm actually, right, as soon as you leave, send the invoice because then hopefully you'll get paid yeah. for the boiler before they find let out. Let me just, uh, let me just go get my stuff. It's just by this body here. Body? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dog body? No, uh, human. What do you mean, Bill? Uh, well, there's a couple of dead bodies in here as well, uh, but, um, I'm... I don't really know how they got there. Right, Bill, were you called out for something called carbon monoxide? Uh, no, I was I was, uh, I was, called out and uh, uh, let me just try and remember what happened. Uh, so it was, a, a f- it was a couple of hours ago and I was called out and uh, so I got in and the, the, there was a nice woman. She was uh, talking to me. She gave me a nice cup of tea and... Um, and then, then everything went black and then I was just working at the boiler. Right, Bill, I'm going to give you an address and I want you to go straight there. What, you, you want me to leave, do you? Yeah, I want you to leave and I want you to go straight to this address. Okay, don't where am I going? Up, don't look up what it is, just go there. Where am I going? Is that a new job? Um, yes, if you like. Okay. It's in a public building this time, not someone's house. Oh, it's fine. They're much easier to fix the boilers in the public buildings. Yeah, so it's... The p- 14 yep. Station Road. Yep. Bradford. Okay. Right, don't... You don't have to look up what it is, just go there, okay? Right, okay. How many boilers have I got, do you know? Just so I have an idea of how much I'm working with. You'll be there a while. Oh, so I've got quite a few up there. Yeah. When you right, get well, to the I front better desk... better bring my kiss. When you get to the front desk, say... Tell them what you told me. Yeah. Yeah. About and the just, dog? And the people. Oh, talk about the people. Okay, yeah, I'll talk about them. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'll leave you in their hands, all right? Yeah, yeah all right. Well, uh, thank you very much for your help, John, and um, I'll let you know how, uh, how the dog's doing. Yeah, I'll, I'm sure I'll find out. I'm sure I'll hear somehow what's been happening. Yeah, let me all... I've, I might have to go and change, John, because I've, I've just noticed I've got loads of blood on my, on my front. No, don't... There's not time. The the boilers are really important. Well, I just don't want them to think that I've hurt the dog or anything like that. That's the only thing, because I haven't hurt the dog at all. Tell you what, Bill. I'll call ahead. I'll say, he's got a bit of blood on him, but don't worry about it, and I'm sure they'll be fine. Oh, maybe. Maybe I could use one of the boilers to clean it all off. Yeah, do that, Bill. Yeah. All right, well, see you later, John, and um, I hope you have a good day now. If you ever need your boiler fixed, just ring old me. Yeah. Uh, bye, Bill. Right, uh, okay, so that was, that was good. Uh, well, I don't really know what happened there. You didn't really help him. I like to think I've done something for the greater good instead, Barrett. What? You've, you've hurt a dog? Yes, I've hurt a very bad dog, and it won't be hurting anyone else very, anytime soon. Right, okay, well, I suppose that is something good. Right, well, um, Anyway, that's that's the end of the podcast, I think. That's the end of the show, yeah. Yeah, so um, any parting words? Um, just have fun. Um, don't hurt anyone. Um, you know, that's it, really. All right. Okay, well, inspiring words there. Um, I would like to say thank you for listening and listen to the next one. No reason, no special reason, but just listen to the next one. Yeah, please. Yeah, because it's probably going to be quite good. 
Right. Bye. Bye.